Welcome to Life 360 with Tim Jacobs. Get ready for your 30-minute shot of non-stop discussion about the issues that matter most on the journey of following Jesus. Life 360 with Tim Jacobs takes you to the intersection of faith and life, gospel and culture, and helps you make sense of it all. Now, here's your host, Tim Jacobs. Good afternoon, Valley of the Sun. Tim Jacobs here. Welcome to Life 360 with Tim Jacobs, your 30-minute while with God, your spiritual Zumba class, broadcasting from the 1280KXEG, the trumpet, very temporary American Graffiti Studios. Uh, hashtag Jimmy Hoffa is probably buried here, out here in Phoenix. And uh, I don't know about you, but my lungs always burn when I leave this place. Um, but it's a wonderful opportunity we have to be together today and we are coming at you live and local unless of course you are streaming the show from the TuneIn radio app or you found your way to timjacobslive.com that's timjacobslive.com my new website where you can get this show and any previous ones but I want to tell you it's my only my second broadcast so you won't find a ton of stuff on there as of yet, but you're coming in with me on the ground floor, and that's always a good place to be. You will find, however, an interview I did with uh, Christy, Char- uh, Christy Charles on her show, which airs Thursdays at 4 p.m. on the very controversial subject of same-sex marriage, which is now legal in Arizona. And you can check that out as well on timjacobslive.com and hear that interview. And, of course, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes as well. Now, the number to call, because I'd love for you to call today, is 60 602- 202-233-3667. That's 602-233-3667. Now, as I said last week, I am the lead pastor of Compass Church out in Goodyear, just off the 10 freeway. And yes, I said the 10 because I'm originally from Southern California. And we always refer to our freeways by putting a the in front of them. So it's off the 10 and Estrella Parkway. You can find our church at compasschurchaz.com. We'd love to have you with us anytime. I was planning on talking a little bit about Christian dating websites, but we don't really have time for that. So let me just say this, because I want to get to our guest. But let me just tell you this. There was a story out of CNN last weekend about a woman who was hiking with her husband in the Rocky Mountains. Did you see this story? When she fell off a cliff and died. Well, in the story, now they're saying the autopsy reports that she didn't fall off the cliff, that she was pushed and allegedly by her husband. Now, here's the rub. In the story, they said that they met this couple on a Christian dating website. So, ladies, I'm just going to tell you a little public service announcement. Remember that old phrase, caveat emptor, let the buyer beware. Okay, that applies to everything in life, including Christian dating websites. Ladies, just because he has a fish on the back bumper of the truck and K-Love programmed on the preset does not mean he'll never come at you with a pickaxe. You do not want your relationship to be the plot line of the next Lifetime original movie, so do your homework. Now, that being said... I think Christian dating websites are wonderful inventions and except for the occasional psychopath, a great way to meet people. So just a little public service announcement for you. Now it is Veterans Day. I didn't tell you this last week, but in addition to being the lead pastor at Compass Church, I also happen to be a chaplain in the United States Air Force Reserve. So I am a reservist, and I serve out at March Air Reserve Base out in Riverside County, California. But the truth of the matter is I'm, I'm kind of a newbie. I've only been in the Air Force for a little over a year. So I wanted to bring in someone to talk with you today on this very special Veterans Day about 
specifically the chaplaincy in the military and the difference that military chaplains are making in the lives of our troops. So I have asked Chaplain Major Larry Fowler, wing chaplain of the 56th Fighter Wing at Luke Air Force Base, just down the road from us here, to come in and spend some time with us. Major, how are you today? I am fine, thank you. I am so glad that you agreed to join me today. You are actually my very first guest that I've ever had on my radio show, so congratulations on that. Extremely cool, extremely cool. Well, we are grateful to have you. Just so our listeners get to know you a little bit, you've got quite a bio. You've lived all over the world. You've been deployed to uh, Qatar. Um, You've had assignments in Spain, in Korea, and as I see, even in Mississippi. In Mississippi, indeed. (laughs) Which is probably what was quite a cross-cultural thing for you as well. But I was reading your Bible, uh, your bio. As the wing chaplain, you are now responsible for the spiritual care of 5,000 base personnel. That's a big job. First of all, Chaplain Fowler, uh, what made you want to become a chaplain in the United States Air Force anyway? Unique story, uh, or I don't know how unique it was, but... uh, I was uh, it's pastored in uh, my denomination, the Wesleyan Church in uh, North Carolina for about uh, uh, oh probably ten years, and uh, happy doing that. But uh, began sensing maybe there's something else I can do and still be in ministry. And uh, believe it or not, I uh, got a piece of junk mail from the Navy one day, and it said, "Come sail away with us. We need Protestant chaplains." And I literally looked at my wife and said. Do you think God can speak to me through junk mail? <laughs> and uh, she says, "Well, give them a call." So that that is the recruiter. So I had a one eight hundred number, called up, spoke to a uh, a really neat uh, Navy recruiter guy for about an hour, and I'm thinking, "Yes, that sounds exciting. That sounds like a great opportunity for ministry." And then got off the phone and started thinking about ships and submarines, and thought, "Maybe not." So. Uh, that began the search, and uh, uh, since we had two uh, two small children at the time, we uh, finally kind of compared notes and discovered that uh, Air Force is probably the most family-friendly of the uh, services, and that started the process. And a couple years later, I'm active duty and ready to roll. And how long have you been active duty? I've been active duty a little, almost almost 16 years now. Wow. And do you what do you love about being a chaplain? I, I, well, it's a lot of things I love. I, I, I love the diversity that is a part of, uh, of the, of the military. Um, I'm uniquely from North Carolina, so you may sense a little, hear a little bit of a Southern accent in me every once in a while. I do. But uh, we, um, I get to come to, uh, you know, the chapel programming, and I get to work in an environment where people of, of, of all ethnicities work there and, and, and serve together and work together and they're moving forward in a common common bond. And uh, I get to see that when I when I go to chapel on uh, on Sunday mornings and it is red and yellow, black and white in, in my services mm. and that, that is exciting. Uh, and obviously coming from North Carolina, uh, where historically uh, you know uh, the you know the most segregated uh, mm. uh, hour of the of the week was uh, Sunday morning and uh, so it's exciting. It's truly the military, exciting. yes, the military has a beautiful way. You put that uniform on, and uh, and we are really one, aren't we? Indeed, it really is exciting. Now we know on, on Veterans Day we're celebrating the sacrifices of so many of our men and women who have given so much. And yet, as we look at the uh, the drawdown of this current war, and and interestingly enough, as as we're drawing down, it seems like things are continuing to maybe heat up again. But many are saying that this this war is maybe a little different um, than previous ones because of of the challenge 
challenges that some of our vets are coming home with and just the length of it and some of the difficulties they faced. What are the challenges that you are seeing our troops face as they return to the homeland? The Some of the challenges we face are whether they're returning or whether just and there's there's we've been at war for so long now it's uh there's a sense of uh of uh when will this ever end type of a of a, of a scenario of a feeling to to that uh and especially when you talk about families that uh we have so many of our our our, our personnel that literally they they deploy they come back uh they have what's called a dwell time uh some have a you know a two to one dwell time, a three to one dwell time, which means for if they go for six months, they come back for if it's one to one, they they're back six months and go again. If two to one, they're back for a year, go and out again. Three to one, etc. So you're you're saying that they'll they'll go out and they'll they'll deploy for six months and they'll be home for sometimes six months or a year. Six months, a year, or or more, depending on the career field. Uh, certain career fields more stressed than than others, and uh, so it it's, creates a challenge and and the. Uh, uh, the, the the challenge really is in that that we that chaplaincy on a on a regular basis is the 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 stress on the relationships stress on on marriages uh, and uh, military service is uh, painfully difficult for 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 married for young marriage especially these these young airmen getting getting married and getting started in life. It's, it's a tough situation for them. Oftentimes, it seems that the spouses are the ones that really have to carry a lot of the brunt. Of, of the of the of the in terms of their husband or their wife is gone for that period of time they get to go out and be a part of the that incredible adventure which comes certainly with its challenges but then they leave some so many at home they do the and the the the, the spouses the that, that that stay home are are carrying uh, really a heavy load as as they have to be both mom and dad and uh, and and move on with their uh, with their lives and uh, I, I've often said that if you wanted to create a prescription for uh, for for troubled marriages and and failed marriages, it's called it's called military service because mm-hmm. it is just difficult uh, to 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 have a strong marriage. Yeah, it's really nice if you can kind of spend some time with your spouse. And military service oftentimes says, "Sorry, uh, we've got a got a little opportunity for you at uh, uh, some undisclosed location around mm-hmm. the world, mm-hmm. and off you go." And it's a calling, I think, both to the military member and to their spouse as well. They it, really have to have a calling to that. It, it really is. And, you know, I've always – in military, we always say that it, it takes a special person to be a military spouse It's uh, because the challenges are so, are so significant for them. Well, we are talking with um, Chaplain Major Larry Fowler, who is the wing chaplain at Luke Air Force Base out in Glendale. By the way, if you have a question for Chaplain Fowler, the number is 602-233-3667. This is your chance to ask the chaplain anything about military service, about his involvement, about uh, what the chaplaincy does and how they can help. And that's really what the next question I want to get to you and hear some of your experience. See, this show really is about demonstrating each week that the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only hope that the world world really has. And that, that filters into every aspect of life. And I want our listeners to really gain a confidence that that the gospel, when it gets into every arena of life, has the power to bring redemption to difficult and tough situations. How have you seen the gospel bring about redemption in the lives of our troops as you've worked with them? Oftentimes our troops are, they find themselves in situations where they, they're facing difficult times and difficult circumstances and difficult difficult situations and that is oftentimes the impetus that says i have a need i have or i have a i have a, a struggle here that is that's bigger than me and bigger than than my capacity my ability to handle it 
And it, oftentimes at those times is when they, they come seeking uh, a, a chaplain, first of all, and they come seeking uh, answers. Uh, for a lot of our young airmen, this it's and I guess the exciting part, and uh, and we we we've seen this just recently, in fact, uh, of of people who uh, have an event in their life that becomes the wake up call that says it's time for me to turn back to God mm-hmm. and uh, to, uh, to to renew my faith and to, to to you know wake up and smell the coffee, so to speak, and 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 get their their lives. Uh, turned around and 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 focused in the right direction. Was there has there been a? And I know it's hard because there's confidentiality, but is there a, a situation you can think of where you had the opportunity to really speak into into an airman's life? There there are often many many opportunities in in counseling situations where they're they're struggling with with issues and when whether it's a um, kind of the the you know. Uh, House out working for you to, to quote Doctor Phil, but uh, to, mm-hmm. to 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 get them to recognize, okay, the, the path I'm on is not is not working for me, and to be able to you know to to check in with them, okay, what what's your faith background, what uh, what does that look like for you, and uh, to 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 call them back to 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 their faith, and uh, oftentimes we we find folks are 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 hungry to uh, number one to turn their lives around, and number two to uh, to come back to Christ and to, and to see what God is, can can do in their lives, uh, and as if they can as and allowing God to kind of put those pieces back together in their lives. And oftentimes, when they are in these situations that have been very stressful over the past decades, certainly as we fought this war on terror, and they are they're away from their families, they're deployed, they're in situations that really they are thinking about life and death. They're wondering about what's going to happen when they come back home. You you have those those opportunities to meet them at at critical junctures in their life. We do. It's 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 an exciting time uh, to, to to be able to work in their lives and. Uh, uh, chaplains oftentimes have what we call a, a soft sell. We're not the uh, uh, the, the me corner you and and, and you know, share the four spiritual laws with you, whether you want to hear it or not. Type of uh, type of folks, but uh, but part of our, our our job and part of our our calling is is to to be with the airmen, uh, get to know them, get to you know enter into their world a little bit so they can begin to feel that okay hey the chaplain see he's, he's he's not too bad mm-hmm. and uh, either they already have some some concerns and and figuring out that the chaplain is not not too bad of a guy uh can be that that first step for them to come forward and say hey hey chaplain uh can we talk yeah and you have you have a unique and, and i i do as well in the reserves um unique opportunity we we can't carry a gun Exactly, but but how how do you so in a, in a combat situation um, tell us how chaplains have to deal with that? On a practical on it was a couple of things. Well, on a practical level, the uh, the chaplain assistants are the ones that are that are kind of given the responsibility of of the protection of the uh, of the chaplain in 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 theory anyway. Uh, Air Force chaplains we are because of our our mission is such that. Uh, uh, we operate at a platform that can uh, that can be in a very safe location and go and go and be in a situation that's not too safe and uh, uh, do what's necessary. And uh, so, on on a practical basis, uh, the Air Force chaplain is uh, oftentimes now not exclusively, but uh, but on on the main is is going to be in a relatively safe uh, relatively safe environment on 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 a on a, on a typical situation. There are always exceptions to 
to everything. Sure, but you still want a chaplain's assistant that knows how to hit that mark, right? That that I do. <laughs> that, that that's a comforting. You want them to know that's how to shoot well, thought. right? You want to know when they when they're ready to fire that thing. You want to know that they're gonna they're gonna do it and and uh, do it well. I want to talk a little bit about religious expression. I I don't know about you, but I often get and sometimes from my from my own congregation and from others, you know, stuff floating around the internet about how religious expression is is being curbed, especially towards Christians in the military, and you get these stories flying around and. And I don't know, I, I can't speak to others' experience, but I'd like to talk with, I'd like you to t- tell me about how you are, are you able to, to express yourself? Are you, as a Christian, are you able to express your beliefs uh, there on the base? Are you able to have that Christian testimony? That's, it, there's, there are kind of two dynamics that we have in, in the military chaplaincy. There's, and there's different opportunities that we have to, to, to share our faith in, in various ways. Some are very, uh, very overt, very "Thus saith the Lord," and uh, here's what the Bible says, and that that uh, you know, clearly and 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 fully proclaiming the gospel. There are other times when we're kind of the the price of admission is a okay. Let's keep this on a more generic sense and uh, uh, a uh, uh, talk about how how we are available and uh, what we offer. To uh, mm-hmm. to our airmen, uh, a classic example of that is your your commander's call. Uh, when a commander has a commander's call, uh, there, no one has an option of, of whether or not they want to show up for the for said meeting. And uh, so the, the the mindset is, uh, if you're forced to be there, uh, you necessarily uh, sharing a, a and delivering a, a message that is uh, kind of overtly. Uh, Christian is is viewed as well. That's not nearly. Maybe that's not a a, a, a safe situation there right. for them. So uh, and so so at those points and those ventures, we number one, we are trying to create a relationship with people as we as we inter, as we interact and talk and, and brief et cetera, and uh, and try to, to to share something that's solid for them that they can take with them. That's uh, you know true. All God, all truth is God's truth. Right. So we we share that. And, uh, and and as a means of foot in the door, so to speak. You know, I find it amazing, and I think we talked about this uh, recently. I find it amazing, and I'm still a relatively new chaplain, that I can wear a uniform that has a cross stitched on it, and I get paid by the United States government to represent Jesus Christ as a member of the military to other military members. It's, it blows me away that I even get to do that. It is pretty cool, isn't it? It is fantastic. And I think you're I think you're right. I want our listeners to understand that that we have to be that kind of wise as serpents, innocent as doves, so to speak. I see myself personally as a missionary when I go on on the Indeed. It really that's really what it is. Because if you walk onto the base with a sense of entitlement and you go in there saying, Hey, listen, I'm a Christian and I'm here to tell everybody you're gonna have to to listen to what I have to say, I I, I think you're gonna have a hard time. Indeed, you do, and and yet at the same time, chaplains are called upon. All chaplains, uh, you know, whatever faith group that they represent, they're called specifically to represent that that faith group. And uh, so, if you're if you if you're if you're mm-hmm. Jewish or if you're a Catholic uh, or if you're a Protestant, you're called to represent that. And and more specifically, you know, whatever within Protestantism, what whatever faith group you're called to to represent that. Uh, and that doesn't mean perhaps. Exclusively, or I only represent you know whatever the, your faith group might be, but to but to be faithful uh, to that in within the military setting. 
Absolutely. And I, I see it as actually a privilege to be able to to not only be able to represent my own faith, but to kind of be that guardian of others' faiths, to be able to say, wait a second, if a person joins the military, we really are that e pluribus unum. Out of, out of uh, many, there is that one. And so we have to be that guardian of others who may have a real conviction that's different than ours. I think it's a wonderful privilege to be able to have that in our position as chaplains to say, wait a second, this person needs to be allowed to express their faith you know, you know, obviously in a way that's consistent with their faith. And we need to make um, make sure that they have those kinds of, of resources. And that's a beautiful thing for us to be able to preserve that religious freedom while we are continuing to represent our own. That's true. Now, um, let me ask you this. As we uh, as you look forward um, in the military, and I, if there are people out there right now who are wondering, maybe they've got a, a son or a daughter who's considering the military, but they're a believer and they hear stories about the challenges of being a Christian. I just had an airman from Luke talk to me oh, a couple weeks ago and said, he said, Tim, it's so hard to maintain a Christian testimony and be in the military. What would you advise a, a, a young person coming out of high school or uh, who's a Christian saying, boy, this this military, should, is, should I pursue this as, a, as, a, as my life's work? You know that's that's a good question, and and I think it varies from from obviously from person to person. Each uh, each young person has you know skill sets, gift, personality uh, traits that make might make them a, a good fit or perhaps a not so good fit for for military service. Mm-hmm. The military service is is truly not is not for everyone, mm-hmm. uh, and I think I've read statistics that. You know the percentage of high school seniors that are that would qualify for military service is is some incredibly low number, like five or ten percent, mm-hmm. uh, and others for various reasons. Everything from failing the test to not being able to do the the, the physical aspect of it. Uh, there are limitations. So so there's it. So it's definitely not. It's not for everyone. Uh, as far as you know, the, your faith and practicing that it's. You know, it, it is the military is a microcosm of of, of our society. Mm-hmm. It, it is it's difficult. It's difficult to go to the university and mm-hmm. and maintain your faith. It's difficult to have a job working, whether it's your entry level mm-hmm. job through the for high school graduate. It's 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 tough. Um, military is is definitely tough, and there are certain career fields and certain areas. Uh, you know, my maintainer buddies are they're great people, but about every third, maybe every fourth word is 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 an expletive, and so it's yeah. th- and that that is their that is just their their life, and they're 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 good, hardworking people who know exactly what they're doing with that aircraft, know how to, know how to take care of business, mm-hmm. uh, but they're, you know, as we say, they're not all altar boys, so to speak. So it's it's a, it can be a rough, uh, a rough situation. Absolutely, and I love what you said. It's a microcosm of, of the of the whole world, really, of society in general. And that's really what I have learned in my brief time in the Air Force. And it's funny you said too about it's not for everyone. When in fact, when I called, I first called the recruiter because, like you, I I kind of got wooed by the by the uh, the different kinds of advertisements, and I just sensed this pull. And I asked the the guy on the phone, the recruiter. I said, "Do well, you guys." even need chaplains and he said we need good chaplains mm-hmm. and That's exactly um, right yeah and so i think that that goes with everybody we, we need good airmen we need good marines we need people who can handle the physicality of it who can handle the emotional strain who, who are up to the task of of doing that well so uh veterans day what does veterans day look like at the base well at the base it's it looks pretty empty uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, however, I was this uh, this 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 week actually. I've been involved with several uh, Veteran Days uh, uh, events. It was one there at one this morning up in uh, 
I don't know my area well. I was lost <laughs> when I was there. Uh, surprise, surprise, Grand West, yes. to that area, whatever no that, man's that land. place was. But it was a great <laughs> place. It was, and just a, just an incredible event that we had there, uh, honoring our, our our veterans. And it was oh, it was really cool just to watch the. Uh, uh, veterans, literally the, the the vets to to march in, and you had representatives from from all the services there. Uh, you know, it, it's it's cool to to really be around these guys that you know, uh, you know they've got, you know they they've served in you know all kinds of places, and it, and it's exciting to see them. And and it's uh, we reach a point where you you just where you're just truly thankful for the work that they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at my point in the game, you know, 16 years inactive, you you you, mm. you, you know the price that they've paid. Uh, and you, I know how difficult it's been for, for me, and on, on the scheme of things, chaplains have it pretty easy compared to a whole lot of other AFSCs or MOSs and other uh, other services. So it's, See, and you know what? I, I love it because you said those acronyms, and I'm starting to know what those are. That's scary, isn't <laughs> I'm it? I'm starting to know what they mean. Well, Chaplain, I am so grateful that you came in with us. Thank you for your service. You've been you've been in for a long time. You've you've done some incredible things, serving the Lord, serving our country. So I want to say thank you very much. It's been great having you with us. I want to let you everyone else know that next week on Life 360 with Tim Jacobs, I'm going to be interviewing John Cook from Indigenous Ministries, and I tell you, this guy is a wild man. He's actually on the ground right now in Erbil, in Iraq, about 25 miles from where. ISIS has their encampment and has been doing a phenomenal job working with both Christian and Yazidi refugees there, of which there are scores. So we're going to get the latest from John about the situation on the ground in Iraq, and you're going to want to make sure and tune in because... Even in the midst of some very dark, evil, awful stuff, God is doing some incredible things with some amazing people, and you're going to want to hear about that. The gospel is on the move in the country of Iraq, and I can't wait for John to tell you about that. However, until then, my friends, don't forget that you can download this show or any show at timjacobslive.com. You can find us on iTunes at Life360 with Tim Jacobs. Also, make sure you check out Compass Church at www.compasschurchaz.com. You are welcome any Sunday morning. And if you have a question or a comment or you listened today and you didn't call, that's okay because you're going to call sometime. Um, let me know. Send me an email at tim at compasschurch.com az.com and I would love to hear from you just just say hey Tim I listened to the show thanks for doing it or thanks for not doing it but we're still going to do it because we're coming at you live 4 o'clock every Tuesday right here on KXEG 1280 the trumpet as always until next time pray hard work hard be bold fear nothing but God and dream big dreams and never forget you've been listening to Life 360 with Tim Jacobs Make sure you follow Tim on Facebook.com slash Pastor Tim Jacobs or on Twitter at Tim G. Jacobs. Join us again next week at 4 p.m. as we cross the intersection of faith and life, gospel and culture, and get all we can out of the life God has given.